Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction, where we go deeper on the law of attraction so that we bring you more joy, more aha moments, and a more opportunity to be authentically who you are in this powerful universe. My name is Ray Zander, and I'll be your host for the hour. And we are looking deeper into some of the paradoxes of the law of attraction, which I love to get into because many of you on this leading, bleeding edge are really ready for a deeper molecular understanding of these laws. And I think we're going to deliver it to you this hour. We're going to talk about the consciousness of unwanted And what happens when we focus there, even in the slightest way, and how we can flip unwanted to wanted so that we are then deserving and allowing all that is coming our way. And to join me in this molecular study on my metaphysical porch is my co-host, Janice Campbell. Welcome, Janice. Hi. Janice is also the uh, host of Receive Your Life, also a unity FM, Unity Online Radio Show. And uh, so we're sitting back having a another metaphysical romp, as we like to say, on this channel. And, uh, and I'm always excited to explore the subtleties of this practice, the spiritual practice. Because, you know, we hear a lot, we see, hear things, especially from the, the Abrahams, over and over, you can't focus on unwanted. You can't focus on unwanted. But I think we can fine-tune when we have moved our focus into an unwanted scenario in the sense that when we start talking about how someone is and that person is not where they want to be or where we want to be, we're focused on the unwanted, you know, and I think it can, it it oozes into our subtle conversations and our subtle ways of telling stories about our friends and our family and ourselves that keep us into this, focused reality of what is unwanted, not knowing that we've got to tame those waters. You know, we've got to quell our perspective. Because one thing that I picked up from Frank Butterfield this week, and I was I was listening to one of his inner thinner being tracks, and I recommended that on the last show, was this profound understanding of what the energy of unwanted feels like, and the energy of wanted. And if we're in a circumstance that's unwanted for ourselves or loved ones, where we see there is unwanted, that is not the shared vibration of what is wanted in the desire level. But we can't simply quantum leap to the wanted. There is a moment that has to happen over and over again where we actually 
translate the unwanted into wanted. Now, that doesn't mean you like the circumstance. It doesn't mean that's the end of the story. But we have to release resistance at such a deep molecular level so that what is happening has a perfection in its vibration where we have donned the consciousness that this too is perfect. And I release the unwanted energy around this circumstance so that we can raise the vibration, move to the the realm of wanted where all the stuff that we do want comes in. But anytime we hold the vibration and the perspective that this is not wanted, I don't want this, I don't want this for you, I don't want this for me, we're actually perpetuating that circumstance. You know, it's it's so subtle and yet profound in trying to um, really work with these laws, you know. And one of the things that we're going to listen to today um, is just a, a, a quick eight minutes of a, a recent workshop and I want to call it eight minutes in heaven because it's one of those. Remember, do you remember in high school, Jen? Did you ever have eight minutes in heaven? <laughs> do you ever do that game? No. What is it? <laughs> I don't think so. Junior high kids, I don't know if you want to know this, but we used to have this like, you know, the eight minutes in heaven was like spin the bottle and then you go into the closet and make out with someone for eight minutes. Oh my then... God. I, I would have remembered that. No, we didn't play that game. <laughs> spin okay. the bottle, but not for eight minutes. <laughs> I know it's probably so okay. So that has nothing to do with this, but this this eight minutes is so heavenly in its scrumptiousness and its ability to to really give us uh, a clear perspective of what it means to drop unwanted energy and move into the wanted field in our lives, in the people that we love, and seeing how we can influence the wanted by releasing the consciousness of one unwanted for them in our own minds. And also um, just this idea that that until we get this level of subtlety, nothing can truly shift on the physical plane because it goes back to that vibrational. You know, so it's it's just this idea and the, and the, what we're going to focus on on this particular workshop is a woman who, you know, sat in the chair and said, I just want to help my best friend. How can I, you know, how can I best influence or assist my best friend who isn't where she wants to be health wise or all these different ways. And, um, I think it's so, um, slippery because sometimes we think by joining them where they are, that will be of some sort of assistance. And that kind of backfires, you know, when we buy into the story, when we can't hold the vision, of, of who they truly are and what's truly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely, yeah. You know, it, it's one of those things, too, where it's a paradox of this work where we think understanding where someone is, is loving them. Well, it's kind of what we've been taught, too. Make sure you're compassionate, you have empathy, you don't just care about yourself. You, can, you know what I mean? It's kind of like we're trained. You know, I could see it even in the schools, you know, when my kids were in the grammar school. You know, it's important to watch out for everyone's feelings. Don't let anyone be left out. You know, it's it's kind of a, we're kind of trained to lower the bar. You know what I mean? Yes. Like even now they have this thing where you can't exclude people. Everyone has to be, it used to be kind of a natural thing where kids would find their place. But now everybody has to be included. I mean, there's. You could say some of that's positive, but also some of it is kind of like forcing things too. Yes. It's interesting. 
So the question is, how can we be the most powerful influences? If we know the laws of attraction and, you know, we're going into a part of the year where we're going to be, you know, most of us are going to be engaging people and places that we don't necessarily see all year long. Um, there's circumstances and, and traditions that come up. And, and I really wanted to dive deeply into this understanding that we, that we really need to, first of all, hold a high expectation of what's possible for ourselves and for our families. But also when it looks like it's not what we want and it's turning out poorly, <laughs> that there is a deep opportunity to release the resistance to what is and to actually want what is happening in order to switch the vibration so that the, tr the true desire can find its way in. So let's go ahead and let's jump into this track. Um, this again is a Abraham Hicks track. We're going to play a little teeny bit of it. Again, this eight minutes, and we're going to then um, explore it deeply. And we do encourage you to go to the Abraham-Hicks.com website and order this whole track. It's the Alaskan Cruise for 2012. It is going to be the most fantastic purchase you ever make from the Abraham from the Abrahams. Uh, this is an incredible series of tracks, but we're just going to give you a little taste here. So, how can I more positively influence others? Here we go. Um, I understand that I can't create for another in their reality, which is a really good thing. And because, I, Why? Because you can't strike the vibrational pose for them. No, that, that's But right. you can strike your own vibrational pose in a strong enough way that your power of influence is such that you could cause a rendezvous with the part of them that they most want, even if they are vibrationally, temporarily, a little bit astray. That's exactly what I want to talk about. <laughs> You're always right. I, it, in my vortex is a version of my best friend that is steady and stable and strong. But that's in my vortex. So how does that help her? Well, it doesn't help her if you are noticing that she's not there. In other words, when you are really seeing her that way... And this comes back to our very first question today. Did you feel that a little bit? In other words, you were talking about how strong and steady and sure she is mm -hmm. from a standpoint of her not always being there. Yes. And so that stick that we picked up that has two ends on it, what's mm -hmm. wanted and absence of what is wanted, the stronger end of your stick was about what isn't happening rather than what is happening. And so you will influence her. She will rise to the level of your expectation. She will rise. Okay. Everyone does. Everyone rises to the level of your expectation, you see. Okay. So how, how All right, I just got to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you that if we can get that. Yeah, I agree. That's enough. <laughs> and that and that means we got to do some prepaving before some events that we're going into yeah. or well and also looking honestly at what are our expectations Man. like really being honest about that because i think it's interesting i mean i'm just kind of thinking be you know i'm going to start observing when i'm with certain people like what do i you know i could like give lip service to like i may describe one thing to you but when really when i'm really noted what what are my real expectations what are your real expectations? you know not what i hope or not what i'm you know, it reminds me of Eric Butterworth in Spiritual Economics. He used to always say, you don't get what you pray for. You don't get what you have faith in. You get what you expect. You get what you expect. And I think oftentimes we have settled for 
a mediocre expectation of circumstances and people. Yeah. And, and we could justify it. Well, you know, it's been X amount of years or, you know, we have good rationalized reasons for, and we don't want to look like we're, we're um, stupid. You know what I mean? Almost like a lot of times our expectations, like, well, I'm being realistic here. Right. Well, you're just self-fulfilling. Yeah. Prophecy, you know, so, but I, I wonder, I want to talk about this idea that, you know, that the woman said, you know, I know I can't create in her reality, but there was something that the Abraham said that I want to slow down because it's really critical. It's like you can't create for others, but you can hold a vibration high enough that you can cause a rendezvous point. Mm-hmm. So you can influence a rendezvous point by holding this vibration of higher expectation. You can't create, but it's almost like you can hold that place. Right, and then, pu- and then pull that out. And pull like that out. Part. I was thinking about that on my walk today, my hike. I was thinking like, you know, that exact thing, but, and, but with vitamins. You know, it's almost like, you know, you could say, oh, vitamins don't work, but yet they work for some people, not for... It's kind of like when we take this, if we believe in something, are we pulling out the energy of the yeah. vitamins? You know, like, right. it's interesting with the whole medical thing. Why do certain things work for some people and not for other people? Exactly. Well, you know, I was having this conversation just the other night with someone that was talking about another kind of um, tribal medicine person that they were going to see and a whole bunch of herbs. And and I and I knew intuitively, though, there was such angst in the vibration of this person that even though those herbs could be very powerful, there was so much resistance mm-hmm. in the them, that it probably wouldn't have the effect that if they had released the resistance first. Exactly. To, because they're, they're so powerful. We could, like, and then I was also on this train of thought, like, let's say there's this smooth guy and it's like, he charms everyone. But if you knew that about him and you're like, okay, I'm not going to get pulled into his charm. You could actually turn off that energy. Yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. If we're saying nothing ever works for me or I can't get better or something, it's like we, we could be a no to it even though other people would be charmed by him or would receive benefit from the medicine. Right, exactly. But see, here's the thing is, is I think sometimes we want to do our work when, the, when we are hitting the wall. You know, it's like, okay, I'm in a circumstance I don't want, and now I'm trying to remember what Abraham would do. And I, and I think part of this practice is really um, pre-paving or preparing and respecting that we are creating ahead, Mm-hmm. And that as we move our energy into a higher space and we really do the work, we do the meditation work, we do the thought work, we soften our perspective around circumstances or people or things. And we do that prior. And it doesn't mean like you spend hours and hours in a yoga position, but <laughs> it's this moment of what are my expectations for this person, for myself in this circumstance? What am I expecting who I am? in this circumstance? Who have I been that I want to release and who am I wanting to be? And I I just think that what we want to do is cause these rendezvous points where higher energy reaches higher energy and people can really... Now, why do we want to do that? Because when we raise the level of expectation, we get into that sort of magic where where things and circumstances that that used to be stuck simply are freed. and we can influence that. But what's what I think is so important in the and the you know the point of this segment is that we we really have to do the pre-paving work, the meditation work, the prayer work, the consciousness work to stop and say, what am I holding for this person that might play itself out that I want to release before I walk through that door? 
And with that, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. We're going deep on really embracing the wanted vibrationally in our lives so that we can more fully experience the desires of our heart. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on the online radio. And I'm here with my co cohort, co-host. <laughs> co-porch dweller janice we're gonna have to switch from lemonade to hot chocolate very soon it's getting kind of cold we have to get now <laughs> our little wool blankets on the porch <laughs> really comfy and cozy but i think what's so exciting about this work is that it sets um it sets a, a real fundamental tool set a vibrational tool set for us to use so that we can truly enjoy our lives, and especially as we go into the holidays, enjoy it more fully, more clearly, and nothing has to necessarily change. And I think that's really what we're talking about, is that there is an opportunity for you to accept what is, to release any unwanted, and to embrace the expectation. But what we're going to hear as we, as we listen further to this Abraham Hicks um, little morsel of gold, this eight minutes of heaven here, is that we're going to realize that even if things are going terribly wrong, that perspective can be released. So let's go back to the workshop again. We're just sharing a little bit of this workshop that you can get the entire, it's like 10 CDs. It's so awesome. Over at abraham-hicks.com. It's the Alaska Cruise of 2012. Here we go. 
because she's at a place now where it's don't do that don't do that don't do that don't do that where you just started to go was the anti-health yeah <laughs> you see okay. you can't influence her to something that you're not seeing and one of the things that's so frustrating and confusing is that when someone demonstrates something in real life that you don't want to see but you can't help but see it and in seeing it it affects your vibration then the sadness that you feel or the grief that you feel or the concern that you feel is your indication that you're being influenced her vibration is the stronger vibration and you know it's a common thing this is one of the things that we're talking about in these hours that we are together we know that you are here as physical translators of vibration so what you see is a translation of vibration what you hear is a translation of vibration what you smell is a vibrational interpretation everything that you see and hear and smell and taste and touch these are vibrational interpretations and it's strong detail it's really specific stuff and you all we love you so much are hooked on it you're hooked on it so much you believe so much in this reality that it is a rare one of you who offers a vibration around it because when something manifests it gets your attention for the most part wanted or unwanted and the reason is because you think that you would rather look at something that is real than imagine something that isn't real we said it in another way earlier the other day we said most humans would rather feel negative emotion than no emotion at all even though in no emotion there is always a higher vibration than in negative emotion in other words when you meditate and stop thought quiet your mind your vibration raises but when you're focused upon something that is causing fear or concern your vibration is lower because you're introducing that discordant or that lower vibration to your mix you see I honestly believe that she's the medical miracle that that a team of doctors you know what you'd be better off not to talk about it at all oh, okay. you'd be better off to talk about her in the garden you'd be better off to see her in her work you'd be better off to enjoy her laughter over something that's funny you're better off to stay off the subject that is so challenging to you you see okay go general so let's just lay it out here in very clear terms because you want inspiration from your source mm. you want the highest possible vibrational frequency in order to attune to that so that like water flows downstream those thoughts and experiences can flow to you so you want the highest frequency that you can accomplish and so to have the highest frequency that you can accomplish you're wanting to be very particular about what you give your attention to and we know there are plenty of things that seem to demand your attention but they only demand your attention because you all have become so fixated on things that are of a physical nature is what we were talking about the other day as Esther is looking out into that foggy morning and she knew what was out there because she's been here this is number 10 Alaskan cruise for Esther so she knew what was out there she knew exactly where they were she knew exactly what was out there but she couldn't see any of it with her eyes you see 
but she has this knowing of what was there. And she was laughing with us about it, saying, this is sort of like the vortex, Abraham. We know stuff's in there. We just can't see it because in that vibrational frequency that it is, in its, as someone said, pre-manifested state, it's a vibration that I cannot interpret through my five senses that are so defined and specific. But I could interpret it through my emotional sense. I could find the feeling of love. I could find the feeling of knowing, you see. You have to find the vibration of what you want. And sometimes it means you can't look because you can't do both. You cannot look right at something that you do not want and find the vibrational frequency of what you do want. It's one or the other. And most physical... I'm going to stop there for a second. So juicy. This is what I love about this work is that you could listen to three minutes of Abraham and, and talk about it for about an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's rich and it's so fast what they're saying. So we want to kind of go back and. Yeah. I love and that part where you can't influence her to something you're not seeing. I love that. Yeah. Cause then again, it's kind of like the practice is to see what we want, even though it's not showing up on the physical plane. And how many times do we try to influence people without having a vision of who they really are. I mean, that's really prayer. And I know when I was, you know, a chaplain and was, was really studying um, the unity prayer uh, manifesto, if you will, <laughs> the whole thing was getting past the story and really holding the vision of who they really are, what is really happening, and that all is truly, truly well. But it, it was so important that I have my sea legs because I couldn't be of any influence whatsoever if I didn't have the vision and hold. I just, there's, there's just no getting there. Right. Like if you were taking the bait from the physical reality, you wouldn't yes. be very helpful at all. And, and what was interesting sometimes is that when we hold the high watch for someone, it can come across as if we're not being sympathetic. Yeah. I think that's really, that's a, that's a really slippery thing. You know I mean? Cause we're trained like, Oh, you're such a good friend. You, you feel what I feel. You're crying with me. Yes. 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 Oh, you're such a good friend. I'm so glad I have you in my life. <laughs> and, and at some point that's helpful, but at some point it really is a deterrent to shifting the energy. Mm-hmm. And, and I think they said it so beautifully there that if you are fearful for them, if you are sad for them, what has happened is their power, their vibration is dominant now yeah. because they have fed into your vision. Yeah. It's like they're leading. They're leading the direction they're of where leading. the energy is going. Like, and, oh, and the energy is going here. And they are dominant in what? They're dominant in what they do not want. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What they do not want. And now as you join them, you too are dominant in what you do not want. And so I think we have to buck convention here. We have to uh, take a risk, uh, go beyond uh, what we've known as convention, as what love looks like, and hold this idea that, I want to say to my friends, my family, I'm not hooked on your reality. Mm -hmm. I'm not hooked on it. And I'm going to hold a vibration, here we go, around your reality. Yeah. And a lot of times, obviously, we don't need to say that. No. <laughs> a lot of times it would not be appreciated. I'm not yeah. hooked on your reality. <laughs> hooked on your negative reality. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. 
<laughs> but did so, you? But if we're splashing with them and taking the bait and engaging in it, we might as well be. Might as well be. Might as well be. Or arguing against it, or trying to be right, or making their position wrong. Yeah. But I, I think I love these teachers the way they talk about our addiction to reality. Mm-hmm. And yet, when we are addicted to reality, as it is, without being able to vision something new, we're really looking, we're really driving with our rear view mirror, right? We're trying to move forward, but we only have the vision of what's past. Because what has already made it into physical reality is past. Mm -hmm. What is waiting to come in the true future is held in vibration before it comes into physical. Once it's into physical, it's already done. It's baked, you know? So I just think it's really interesting, this dexterity to not be hooked on the reality, to offer a vibration around it. And and that does take some tenacity. But if you know these laws and you know that ultimately that is the only way that you can be of the best influence and experience life at its fullness, it allows you to really make a decision. For both of you. Yeah. For you, like when she was talking about her friend and her medical condition and blah, blah, blah. But she's like, see her in the garden. Right. You know, right. they'll both benefit from that. What was so interesting is, is the woman's word said, I think she's a medical miracle. She's yeah. been. So it looks good. I mean, that's the slippery part. You know, it sounds like she's acknowledging her. Therein lies that paradox, yeah. right? Like, I'm really appreciating I'm- and gratitude and all those wonderful things. I'm so excited for what they've overcome. Right. Yeah. But, but it's still the same subject. And it's and I think what I want to really slow down in this is, is that words are meaningless. It is the vibration that we hold behind the words. And what Abraham was picking up in that sequence was although her words were, she's a medical miracle, what was underneath that vibration was, I'm so f- afraid for her. Right. She's barely made it through last right time. we got lucky what's the chance we're going to get lucky again yeah that's what was being held well it's also when they talk about the difference between appreciation and gratitude how a lot of times gratitude has that energy yes you know we yes. think it's a fabulous word but it has the energy of Oof. <laughs> and can we talk about that you know just before this thanksgiving because i know gratitude comes up a lot and 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 it's interesting maybe the the, the energy of thanksgiving is more of a appreciation energy than a gratitude energy, you know, where we can be um, thankful and appreciating and and just being so fully enveloped by this high energy vibration of appreciation where gratitude has an energy of, thank God I overcame that. Mm -hmm. Right. But I guess it, I mean, it kind of, it could be semantics too. Yes. I mean, I guess it depends on how we use it and how we approach it. Yeah is such a higher vibration in like not being thankful that you overcame something mm-hmm. but being thankful for all that is yes it's subtle but it's very profound because but you could tell by it's almost like if you were to complete the sentence like you're saying about the medical miracle if she was allowed to keep talking long enough yeah you probably the truth would come out what the rest right. of the sentence is. <laughs> I am so grateful to be in this warm house because it's better than the freezing cold place I was in last month or, you know. <laughs> what in the freezing cold place yeah. I went in is really dominant in my vibration. Yes, yes. And I'm so afraid I'm not going to stay in this warm house. But right now I'm grateful. <laughs> right. 
I mean, it really is um, getting into the minutiae the minutia of, of this energy work, but it's really where things can change and shift at a, at a very fast rate. And it's exciting to see the dexterity um, as, as we move into those more subtle vibrations. Because when you are grateful for something you overcame, there is still resistance present in that vibration that said there was something wrong with what happened that there was something that was out of order. And, and again, you know, we're talking into this, this idea that in order to move into the wanted energy, we have to release the idea that something is unwanted and that there is something wrong. A- again, we're losing the vision, right? I mean, but, you I, know, I, it's really subtle. I like this stuff. This is good practice. So then, so then you're saying just you're focusing on what you appreciate and what's here, and then you just don't talk about the rest. Just let it but go. You just drop it. It's not, they're not connected. Right. Yeah. Because your focus is very powerful. And I think it's, it's really honoring the power of our focus and what it does to the physical universe. I think sometimes we just don't, we were sloppy with our thoughts because we don't think that they have much of an impact. Yes. So it's really respecting the mechanics of the law of attraction and mechanics of metaphysics so that we really respect the fact that when I put my focus on that, I am influencing an outcome. And therefore I want to be careful where I, where I focus. I want to be clear on where I'm focusing. I don't want to be sloppy and be living by, as oftentimes these teachers say, by default. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was focused that way. I didn't even pay attention, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I didn't I, do that. <laughs> That has nothing to do with me. <laughs> I was feeling fine. You know, and I and I think, you know, the question is why do we want to do this? Why is this so important? And and I think the Abrahams really nailed it there when they said, you know what, you want to be inspired by your source. You want to be inspired from source energy. You want to be inspired by the highest frequency. And that's why you have to be particular with your attention. Because if you're going to hang out with the big guys, <laughs> you got to hang out in that neighborhood. You know, you can't have it both ways. You can't be hanging out in the lower, uh, I can't ever get what I want, and be ready to be inspired to be just a touch away from that aha moment, that opening, that revelation, that rendezvous point. You know, we want to stop seeing with our physical eyes and begin to see with our metaphysical eyes, which are way, way more powerful. You know, it, it is really something that, um, and, they're, and they're encouraging us, they're really encouraging us to have this consciousness that we can glean pleasure from things that are living in a pre-manifestational state. Let me say that again. They are really wanting us to glean as much, if not more, pleasure from the unmanifested as we do from the manifested. I mean, that's a tall order. Because if you can glean pleasure from the from the conscious state of knowing that your friend, your family is healthy, happy, whole. You can start to enjoy your life today, even before any of it manifests. No waiting. <laughs> this is the no waiting. <laughs> it is heaven now, heaven now, because we have learned 
to enjoy what is already present pre-manifestational. We are not caught up in the senses so much so that we can't truly get excited and gleeful and joyful about what is coming, but almost as excited. No, I would say as excited as when it actually is delivered, you know? Well, I remember hearing them years ago too, saying that by the time something does manifest and show up on the physical plane, usually it's no big deal. Yeah. Because then you know it's close. But when it's that huge gap, like, oh my God, if that happened, that would be so amazing. Yeah. It's too far. It's too yeah. Far. We've got to take another break. We've come to the mid part of our show. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio with Janice and Ray. We're going to get our little hot chocolate a little hotter, and we'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it go. From on the air to on the sea. Pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand, a little less stress and a lot more pain. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. been listening to everyday attraction where the law of attraction gets real to learn more become a fan of our facebook page search for everyday attraction or email us at everyday attraction at unity.fm your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed welcome back from the break so we're really diving in this this hour into the subtle but profound techniques for being the most full spiritual being that we can be. We're seeing that that it is really our opportunity to practice where our focus is going. And if things are happening that are unwanted, that we get to focus around the reality and hold the vibrational knowing that it's a done deal, that what we are wanting, that the wholeness and the fullness and the truth of who we are and who our family is and what this planet is, is already done. And we get to, in our secret little society, (laughs) hold the knowing that all is truly well and that miracles abound and that miracles are every day and that it's just another outpouring of this unconditional love that is what we walk on and what we breathe, and what we are seeing with both our eyes, 
our physical eyes and our non-physical eyes. And we're, we're really delving in this hour to a scrumptious little bit of an Abraham workshop that happened recently. And we do encourage you to go to the abraham-hicks.com website and just order this whole series. It is the best Abraham investment you will make. It's the Alaska Cruise 2012. And we're listening to just eight little minutes of this Oh, amazing leading edge. And let me tell you, Esther is just rocking. Esther is rocking these energies these days into this more profound understanding of who we really are. So let's go ahead and, and just listen to the last few minutes here. And uh, it's going to get good. Here we go. Humans have most of you even in this room have not come to accept that yet because it's more interesting to see stuff than it is to do what you looking into the fog. But if we can convince you that if you will just feel your way into what may feel like the fog of the vortex for just a little while, that as you allow that vortex to tune you to higher frequencies, that then the specifics that you want will begin flowing into your experience. And that's really what you're wanting to do. Oh, stay with us. We're right on something that is very important here. So do you accept that you are a creator of your experience? Yes. Do you accept that your vortex contains the details of life that you have carved out. At least do you hear us when we say your vortex is full of everything that you want and your inner being stands there in that vibrational place also. So follow through on this picture. So all that you have been asking for in detail is there and it's ready to show itself to you through your five senses. It's ready to reveal itself to you in the more specific way that you want to see it and hear it and smell it and taste it and touch it. But if you're looking for it before you're vibrationally tuned for it, you can't see it and your negative emotion is letting you know it's not going to come under those conditions because you're working on the incorrect vibrational patterning. Did you just hear that? Yes. Yeah. We've said many things to you about that. You're trying too hard. You're trying to fill the grid in. In other words, you're not willing to find the frequency and trust and expect it to show itself to you. You're demanding to see it. Jerry used to really enjoy the analogy of the farmer who does not put the seed in the ground and then stand there and stomp and demand, show yourself to me now. <laughs> Show yourself to me right this minute. I want to see you right this minute. Right this minute, I want you to come out and show me your full stock and your full everything that you are supposed to be. Eventually, show yourself to me now. Instead, he understood, having been raised on a farm, you put the seed in the ground and you understand that that seed has within it everything that you want it to be. But there is a maturation process that is going to take place. And we want you to understand that in your vortex are the seeds from your point of view. It is the full-blown manifestation from our point of view. But there is a maturation process that must take place. So in the corn in the ground, the maturation process is something that you've come to expect because you've watched a lot of corn. You've come to know what the gestation period is for the babies in the womb of different species. In other words, you've come to understand you don't demand that someone give birth to something before it's ready. And yet, so often, you think you want to give birth to something 
before it's ready. And we want to say, it's in the vortex, it's not a matter of giving birth to something before it's ready. It's giving birth to something before you're ready for it. You must prepare yourself vibrationally for the visual and auditory translation of these things that you're wanting, you see. And so if we could convince you, and it doesn't take much of that. In other words, it's not going to take a lot to bring you to that place of understanding that if you would decide that you are emotional beings, which means you're vibrational beings, and instead of asking what you're seeing, which is a translation of something that is already created, if instead of walking around and observing so much that has already been created, you would set your sights on what you are in the process of creating. That's what's so exhilarating about knowing about these laws of the universe and knowing about the emotions that you are feeling and what they mean. As you begin molding these emotions by deliberately focusing and reaching for the best feeling thoughts that you can find. And then as the manifestations follow the thread that you have imagined it's so much the easier way to go about it if we were standing in your physical shoes we would not be out there looking for problems that have already manifested to solve because in looking for problems that are already manifested to solve they are still vibrating in the problem stage and the vibration of the problem and the vibration of the solution are two very different frequencies you see You've got to tune to a different frequency, which usually means change the subject. So then our physical friends say, Abraham, what are you, schizophrenic? Do you want us, you want us to be deliberate creators or not? And we say, yes, we want you to be deliberate creators, but we know that if you are looking right at the exact opposite manifestation of something that you want, you can't be strong enough to guide your thoughts into the opposite vibration of that. You just cannot look at something that you clearly do not want to see without reflecting your vibration right into it. You have to give your attention to something else. And then you say, but this is my friend. How can I turn my attention away from someone who needs me? And we say, by giving them the help that they are really looking for, which is expectation of what they are wanting. If you have the ability to look right at something unwanted and find the frequency of something wanted, then you are the first in all that we've ever seen. A master watched your planet some years ago talking about this identical conversation and said, turn the other cheek. And that was exactly what that conversation was about. You cannot look at what you do not want without activating the vibration of what you do not want and therefore not being an inspiration to what is wanted, but being a contributing factor to something that is not wanted. You have to decide which cooperative component you want to be. And if we were standing in your physical shoes, we would choose to be the cooperative component with what's in their vortex, not what they have manifested, what's in their vortex. And you know what's in their vortex. You've been listening. You've been hearing. You know what's in there. That's what you want to give your attention to, you see. Then it will occur. We're going to stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> because, really, you know, we're not doing it so that it will occur. We're doing it because it's the most powerful place that we can co-create with Source and be in, in this universe. So, in other words, we have to authentically embrace this understanding and not pretend <laughs> to be doing something because we want to get something because we really have to dive into this with 100% of our vibration and our knowing and we have to look into the fog as they say the vortex 
and believe with every fiber of our being, with every part of who and what we are, that what is wanted is there. You know, it really takes that level of faith and trust. Okay, so what is wanted is there because it's in the vortex. Yes. But then but then what you said right after she stopped talking is we can't do this because we want something. Right, because what happens is if we're trying to get something and we're going to play this game. All right, Abraham. Tend to the fog and imagine you know, this happening and that mm-hmm. happened. But the whole time we sort of have our hand in our hip saying, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like reminds me of the temptations of Jesus, you know? Right. Turn this, whatever the stones into, you know, kind of like you have to prove the laws instead of just being. And your intention is not to, to really connect with source. Your intention is to get out of the fix you're in. Right. Right which is an artificial way of working with these laws and, and it has some impact. I mean, you can practice some of this stuff and get, you know, and, and not be fully understanding what you're doing and you'll see some effects. Yeah. Really- but, I, but I think it's not sustainable and it also doesn't fill that space that we want to fill. And it's also not the intention that we're really holding for this because again, the whole reason we're doing this is because We want to be inspired by source energy. We want to be hanging out with that larger perspective because life is just so sweet when we are able to touch the hem of the garment, when we're really able to travel in that higher vibration because then life is exhilarating and challenging but okay and fun and, you know, and it is a wonderful ride. When we don't hang out with source inspiring us, suffering is the order of the day. You know, we really, really suffer when we're disconnected from who we truly are, which is our high self, our full self. You know, Abraham says over and over again, you know, 99.9% of you is is high frequency source energy. A very small part of you is here in physical. So if you allow that small part of you to not know who you really are, it's suffering. It hurts. Mm -hmm. It's hard. And who wants to do that when really we've come here to play, you know, in this incredible reality, but we have to step back for a moment and and really reveal the fact that even though we want to experience our desires in the five senses, it doesn't start there. Right. I think, yeah, you're right. It's the order. It's the order. It's like the inside out versus the outside in. Because naturally what occurs is the, the, like say the goodies, they do manifest, but you can't go for them first. Exactly. And I really love that analogy of the farmer. Mm-hmm. We have to know with the confidence that a farmer has, a farmer who's been planting corn for 20 years has a confidence in the seed that we have to have for our vortex. We have to have such confidence in that seed, that knowing that with this consciousness comes the full bloom, comes... But you know, it's kind of interesting though, like the timing of it, because a seed, like she says, okay, we know the different gestation periods for various things, but... If it's in the vortex, we don't necessarily have a time. Do you know what it, I mean? It, right. There is a timelessness. But also what they were talking about is you want to be vibrationally ready for this. Right. But if you are vibrationally ready because you are asking for it, is it ready, always ready when you are? Well, that's the thing too is where are you gaining your pleasure from? Where are you, where are you, what are you measuring for as we talk about? 
If you're only going to get pleasure when it's fully manifested, there's a lot you're missing out on. So again, the maturation process is just fun, 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 fun. It's not like, oh, I'm going to hold out. Yeah. It's yeah. It was so funny today. My husband and I were walking around Sausalito and I was just thinking because when I was single, I lived in Sausalito and I was longing to have a family and kids and all this. And I just flashed on, wow, like everything actually did work out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it worked out in such a different way than I thought with such different timing. You know, it, it was just kind of a funny. And then it kind of like on reflection, it's like, oh, okay. That's cool. Like, <laughs> it's almost like it's, it feels so natural. Imagine if Sausalito you had the confidence that, that you today have about having a family. Oh, Some and I know I've thought about that a lot. I would enjoy the process much more. Well, you know what I mean? I would have been more relaxed and having fun and not being concerned. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And, you know what I mean? Like all that, like you say, the suffering, a lot of suffering could have been alleviated if I had the faith that it was because the desire was there. So we get to really enjoy the maturation process. And I wouldn't want it happening any sooner, like with hindsight, like what was the hurry? There's a perfection in it. Yeah. Again, we talk about the seed and it's not like, you know, when it's just a small plant, we call it bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's on but only its- if we have the fear that it's not going to grow, exactly. then we would call it bad. <laughs> have confidence. If we the- thought that that was the end game, right? Say, this is just, this is all that's going to happen. One and little seedling. I think that's really what we're seeing in our culture is that we're suffering because we're looking at what's already here and calling it done, mm-hmm. and Where then we trying do- to fix it. Then trying to fix it from the level of it's done. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to turn this around. And we do that on the global scale and then we do it in our on the on the micro scale in our lives. Where we look at our bank account and we say, you know, this is as good as it gets or I'm in so much pain because it is what it is today. Where the maturation process, it's on its way to something. There is all that you want in that fog of the vortex and you have to really enjoy the molding of consciousness. But you can enjoy it more if you relax into the knowing that it's already here. It's key to everything. That faith, that expectation that we started the hour with, that we have to hold the expectation as if it is already manifest. Because truly, if we believe in the process of the seed, we can be that confident that with the right attention, with the right watering, with the right soil, it is a done deal. And that watering and that soil is really the molding of our consciousness. It is the dedication to the process. It is the spiritual work where we have to pull our attention away from the unwanted, where we have to drop the stories that try to reach out in mediocrity and and really choose a higher vibration. And, and you know, they said it so beautifully there is that though those in your life are wanting a level of help that is really asking you to hold a better expectation for them. It's really what they're wanting because everybody wants that. They want them to know that you can turn the other cheek, that you're going to be the example of the one who turns the other cheek and says, I'm not looking at that circumstance because it is meaningless to what's coming. And you get that feeling when you're with people, you could tell what aspect of you they're connecting with. 
Exactly. I mean, you could tell if they're worried about you and you, or you could tell if they, they see who you really are. And we really have to be careful because, you know, I've been with, with great visionaries and, and really powerful um, spiritual teachers and they come off like, like they don't care. And it's quite the opposite. They're just not going to feed into what many of us think is caring, which is feeding the situation, which is, you know, at the level of the, of the discontent, you know, that we're, we're somehow present for the discontent and therefore that's caring. And I think when we really move to this larger scope, that's kind of the opposite of caring. It's actually not helping at all. It's really not being of any power. So really the question that we leave you this hour as we wrap up the show this week is what side are you participating on in your life? Are you participating in the side that is simply feeding the mechanics of the unwanted and keeping it in this sensual, this, the five senses so that there is just more and more unwanted to go around? Or are you working around the reality and looking into the fog of your consciousness, knowing that there is a birthing, there is a, a process and that you are present to it with your emotional state, with the focus of your mind and with the connection with your source energy. What side are you on? And I think it's so exciting to keep choosing day after day and sometimes a thousand times a day to don the perspective of this higher consciousness, knowing that truly the creativity lies there. So there's a lot to do this season. There's a lot of opportunities we have to change the way that things have been done simply by holding some of these things that we've heard this order, this hour. So we, we, we shout out our thank yous to the Abraham energies as they're so present on this show. And as these energies move out into the world, we just say, thank you, God, for this opportunity to see more clearly today who we are and how delicious this physical is. Janice, thank you for joining us. Yeah, and I thanks. You a wonderful um, holiday, especially the one coming around the corner <laughs> And we will, when we say Thanksgiving, we just beam appreciation for all that is, that is, and all that is on its way. Thanks, Janice. Thank you. And we thank you for joining us this hour. It has been a splendid time to be together and go deeper into this source and go deeper into this knowing. And we hold the vision for you. And we know that all is truly well. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? 
Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio.